I went to UCLA gladly, willingly, and proudly. It was my dream. That dream never included the Big Ten. Bill Walton is not happy with UCLA's move to the Big Ten Conference. He's been silent until now. Welcome to a special episode of Kanzano and Wilner, the podcast. Settle in for our exclusive interview with UCLA great Bill Walton. What's better than one, John? Here's Johnny. Hmm, nobody really knows. That's why we put two of them together. This is Kanzano and Wilner, a.k.a. John and John. This is a special edition of the Kanzano and Wilner podcast. Uh, Bill Walton, legendary UCLA alum, uh, national champion two times, college player of the year three times, is set to join us here for an interview. I'm John Kanzano. You can read me exclusively at johnkanzano.com. I'm with John Wilner of the Bay Area News Group. Pac12hotline.com, and we are available at media outlets across the Pac12. Thank you for joining us. We are four months removed from the news of UCLA and USC joining the Big Ten. Bill is speaking publicly for the first time today about his thoughts on the move. I'm very interested to see what he has to say. Uh, and joining us now, Bill Walton. How you doing, Bill? Wow, here we go. John, John, and Bill. It doesn't quite ring the same way that Peter, Paul, and Mary do, but we're going to do our absolute best. And how much fun this is, I want to salute and congratulate you guys for your tireless efforts on behalf of of all things Pac-12, all things life anyway, but you focus so much of your time, effort, everything on the Pac-12, which I am supremely grateful for. I'm alive, I'm the luckiest guy in the world, and here I am with John and John, but only one of you guys have an H in your name, even though both of your names have a silent letter, the John with an H, you have, you have a silent letter. I have a silent letter in my name, too. Uh, I have uh, two L's, and the second L is silent in my name. How are you guys doing today? Good, Bill. Thank you for joining us. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm well, man. I'm, uh, you, you published, we published your your letter today. And yeah, I, it was a public statement, John. Yeah, I, it, it read, I'm an English major. I, I felt there was a little poetry in it. You know, the, the way it was constructed, not, not a poem. I, I write the way I speak, and I, most of the things that I write are for the spoken word, and I'm honored to be on your show here to discuss this and all things Pac-12, because there's a lot going on. We got the college basketball season starting Monday night, and so that's just going to be fantastic. There'll be a full slate of games on the Pac-12 network, and I have the last game of the night, uh, Sacramento State at UCLA. And so with me writing UCLA's wrong turn, why don't I just take a moment to read it for those of our listeners who have not been able to see it in the written form right now, but I'll just read it here. <clears throat> UCLA's wrong turn. All progress requires change. Not all change is progress. I'm Bill Walton. I'm a California native, resident, engaged citizen, voter, and taxpayer. I'm a product of California's terrific public school systems. I'm a proud UCLA alum. I am not in favor of UCLA's recent announced decision to leave the Pac-12 Conference of Champions, nor their desire to join the Big Ten. I do not like this attempted move. I don't support it. I hope it does not happen. 
UCLA is a public school that is supposed to serve the interests of the state of California. UCLA is one of the world's greatest schools and brands. UCLA represents the best of what life has been and can, could, and should be. UCLA has been as great and as important a part of my life as anything, ever. I don't believe that joining the Big Ten is in the best interest of UCLA, its students, its athletes, its alumni, its fans, the rest of the UC system, the state of California, or the world at large. Some of the many reasons why I am opposed to UCLA's attempted move to the Big Ten are, in no particular order, the negative impact on the health, both physical and mental, of UCLA's student-athletes. The exponential increase in travel on UCLA student-athletes will hurt them physically, mentally, and in their overall lives. The negative impact of the excessive travel will extend to families, friends, fans, alumni, and everyone else. The increased cost of joining the Big Ten will negate the projected increased revenue assumptions of this proposed move. This proposed move to the Big Ten is contrary to UCLA's and the entire UC system's stated and professed environmental sustainability goals. This proposed move to the Big Ten has serious negative implications and ramifications for the University of California, Berkeley and flies in the face of the supposed team concept that has always been a part of the California dream, plan, and business model. This proposed move to the Big Ten is all about football and money. What about all the other 24 sports and 600 plus student athletes at UCLA who are responsible for 99 plus percent of UCLA's national championships? How many of these others are represented and willing participants in this proposed deal? I went to UCLA gladly, willingly, and proudly. It was my dream. That dream never included the Big Ten. I have spoken to no one other than the highest level directors of athletics at UCLA who think that this proposed move to the Big Ten is a good idea. Every argument made by these senior athletic directors and why they like it is about money. These same proponents of moving to the Big Ten are the first people I have ever encountered in my life who have claimed economic hardship and limitations in Los Angeles and that the solution lies in the Midwest. I have made my feelings known privately to the powers that be in the state of California, including the UC's Board of Regents. My hope and dream is that this proposed move by UCLA, my alma mater, will be rescinded. Bill Walton, UCLA, 1974. Bill, how come today? Why are you going public today after four months? The announcement caught me totally, John Wilner, off guard, totally by surprise. I had no inkling. It had This had never crossed my mind. June 30th, the news comes out. Immediately, I started writing this letter. But then I realized that George K., our commissioner, Jamie, Jamie Zaninovich, our deputy commissioner, that they're working tirelessly behind the scenes to stop this. And 
I want to give them a chance and every chance to do that. And so while I've been writing this letter for four months, I have not spoken publicly about it at all. I speak privately about it on a constant basis. I continue to do my research all the time and come up with new ideas, but I am a team guy. I am a conference of champions guy. We have the basketball season of which I'm a part of as a broadcaster and that's starting next Monday night. And so with the season underway, I get asked every day, everywhere I go, Bill, what do you think about UCLA moving to the Big Ten? And so, and I get quick questions by reporters and media people every single day, including you two guys who yep. starting January 30th, you guys are on my case. Come on, Walton, what is your response here? I want it to be rescinded. I did not want to cause any problems for the efforts that George K and Jamie Zaninovich were doing behind the scenes. And that's why I have not spoken publicly until this point in time with the season upon us, I have to say something. And I do know that as we address the possibility of change, the possibility of how this is all going to play out, because what I want to happen, I want Gavin Newsom and I want the Board of Regents to say, no, you guys can't do this. You're a public school representing our state and we're in charge of this. And I do not see any common ground with UCLA and the Big Ten. And so I'm hopeful. I am speaking to people at the highest levels all the time about how I feel about this and what I want. I'm not in charge, John. I just know that if you are going to impact change, you have to voice your opinion. You can't just sit there and hope and expect that the guys who are in charge are going to do the right thing unless they know what we're thinking. So I'm encouraging everybody to reach out to Gavin Newsom, to the Board of Regents, whoever you know, and you know, to your mayor, your city council people, wh wherever you are, and just let them know that what your feelings are. And, you know, do, do you want UCLA uh, on airplanes all the time and being part of something that is antithetical to what the state of California and the Pac-12 Conference of Champions are all about? Bill, let me ask you, it, within... The athletic department. You've got an AD at UCLA, Martin Jarman. He's a uh, he's a Big Ten guy uh, coming over. W what kind of reaction are you getting from leadership at UCLA when you express that you're not happy about this? Uh, they just smile and and express how happy they are with how much money they're going to get. And I and I tell them, I said, look, the increase in money is going to be negated by the increase in costs. So what is the marginal benefit here? And the negatives so far outweigh the positives. You know, I, I am lucky in my life that I don't, I, I'm not trying, John Canzano, I'm not trying to be the richest person in the world. We have a very nice life, but I don't make all my decisions based on money. And I didn't make my decision to go to UCLA based on money. 
I made my decision based on being part of something very, very, very special. And when you look at the traditional history of UCLA, not only in athletics, but across the board. And when I talk about the Conference of Champions, the Conference of Champions is a conglomeration of the finest schools, the finest people, the finest region. And it's not just athletic championships that I'm talking about. We're talking about academic champions. We're talking about economic championships. We're talking about cultural, geographic, scientific, you name it. And when I look at all the benefits that I've received from going to a public school in the state of California here, which is an anchor, an anchor of this conference of champions in every single way and all the different people, you know, you go back to, to Ralph Bunch in the twenties, you know, you come to Jackie Robinson and you come to Don Barksdale and, and, and the football championship team from the early 50s that were pioneers in, in social change. And then with uh, J.D. Morgan, the greatest athletic director in the history of intercollegiate athletics and what he was able to do with Arthur Ashe and Walt Hazard and Rafer Johnson and Kareem and Sidney Wicks and Marcus Johnson and Jamal Wilkes and all these incredible, remarkable athletes and people and human beings who came to UCLA to be part of something really special. And that was John Wooden's recruiting pitch to me. John Wooden didn't come. I was 15 years old when I started being recruited. And I was a sophomore in high school. And you guys, John Canzano, you would lose your hair if you heard some of the pitches and <laughs> offers that came my way as a 15-year-old in 1967. And I mean, I used to think that I had a vivid imagination, but that was before I, I, I met a lot of other people. And so here it was. And then John Wooden came in and he said, Bill, I know what the other schools are promising you. That's not the way life works. There's no guarantee. John Wooden always talked about life not being about stuff, not being about material accumulation and physical gratification but being about being part of something special, being part of something special is a privilege, a privilege that you have to earn every single day. And so as I sit here and reflect on how important everything I learned at UCLA has been in my life, I am led to the question that I have for UCLA, how does a school like UCLA, which is sitting right in the middle of Bel Air, Brentwood, Beverly Hills, Century City, and Santa Monica, one of the richest places on earth. How does a school like UCLA, with all these super smart people, concerned as can be, how do they get $100 million in debt? And then you, somebody comes and dangles a whole bunch of money in front of you, somebody who has nothing in common with you and all of a sudden people say yeah i'm with those guys and it, it just it makes no sense to me it's painful it, it's hurtful it, it, it's very sad bill you said you have not surprisingly coming from you you have been doing your research on this over the last four months could you right kind well, of I, I read your guys columns every day 
And it's fantastic the way you guys are always pushing it. You're on top of everything, all the stuff about the other conferences and all the things. Now, I've been involved in a lot of big deals in the course of my life. And I'm not a business guy. I'm not a finance guy. I'm not a math guy. I'm not an investor type of guy. I'm a human being. But I know that the way that these deals go down, the best of these deals go down behind closed doors. And nobody knows about them until they're announced. And that's what happened here. But we don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I read every one of your guys' columns. And I have yet to see the timeline as to who got contacted first, USC, UCLA, what the discussions were, how long this took place. Most importantly, besides how do you get $100 million in debt when you're a public institution, then the most importantly is how many people were consulted? Were the big donors consulted? Were the UC Regents consulted? Was Gavin Newsom consulted? Uh, were, were the student athletes consulted? Were the coaches consulted? And I have, I have not received any satisfactory answers to those questions. Well, I think the answer is they had to keep it super secret in order to make it happen, because if they had gone well, through the public channels, there would have been backlash. Right. Which, which is what's happening right now. And which is why, which is why I am making my voice heard and my opinion known. And not because of lack of opportunity. The, the number of calls that I receive starting with you guys on the afternoon of <laughs> June 30th. You guys were in my face. Come on, Walt, what are you doing? What do you think? What's going on here? How can this be? And I might have been wrong. I might be wrong in, in that I waited these four months. But I, I'm a team guy, and I want I want George K to succeed. You know, I, I want this move to be rescinded so that we can get on with with being the conference of champions. Bill, do, along those lines, do you think there is a, a way for UCLA to come back, given some of the bad yes. some of the bad feelings and people going? You know, I, I've talked to people in administration at UCLA who say, no, no, it's 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 done. We're we're moving forward. But is there a way? Is there a path back? Absolutely. Just say we're coming back. <laughs> we're coming back, and everybody will be super. And nobody will be happier than me. And you know, I'm. I am an optimistic guy. You know, I, I don't sit around, contrary to what you guys, John and John, might think, I don't just sit around and, and grumble and grouch all the time, right? I, I, I try not to uh, slouch to utopia. And I, you know, I try to stand tall and be proud. And look, nobody has made more mistakes in life than me. My mistakes were not consciously chosen to be mistakes. It just turned out to be wrong. And so I'm just hoping that calmer heads who are thinking about, you know, okay, what can we do here? And nobody is going to complain if uh, if Gene Block and Martin Jarmon uh, call, call up George K and say, we'd like to come back. George K and the rest of us will will welcome UCLA with open arms. 
in your statement, you said you've spoken, expressed your views. Yes. In the UC regions. Yes. What was, what was their feedback? What, what do you think they're thinking? They listen. They listen. But, you know, these guys are all the sharpest guys in the world. Like the regions are nominated. They're not elected. They're nominated by the governor. A lot of them by Jerry Brown and a lot of them by Gavin Newsom. And so, but the, they're not going to play their hand, certainly to me. Their, their discussions will be among themselves and then they'll have to make a collective decision and, and stand as one. There may be dissenting opinions. I don't know how they handle the, the announcement of what they're going to do if it's not a unanimous position. I, I just don't know that, you know, if individual regents are able to uh, identify their own personal feelings as to as to how any voting might go. The other guys but, that you've talked with at UCLA, you know, you mentioned nobody it, that you talk with is in favor of this. What are we talking about? Are we talking about boosters, alumni, t former teammates? What are we talking about? All of that. The, the only people who I have spoken with who think this is a good idea are the top, the very, very, very top of the athletic department. And the fact that this all happened during the summertime when nobody's around school and there's no games going on, that, that I'm going to be there at UCLA, other than the, the other aspects of the school that I'm involved with, like public health and the engineering and science department and the history department and all those aspects. And nobody I've talked to has had around, sat around saying, gosh, how great is this? We're going to the big 10. Oh my gosh. We are the conference of champions. No truck stops here. Bill, I was also curious in your statement, about the reference to the environmental impact. And I know right. that that's a topic near and dear to your heart. Could you yes, address that? Also, yes, John is also very near and dear to the entire UC system. And the PAC-12 as an athletic conference, you know, has been out in front about what we have to do as a society, as a culture, as a community, as a group, leading the way to a sustainable future. And everything that this move to the PEC, everything that this move to the, to the Big Ten represents is diametrically opposed to the stated environmental sustainability goals of not only UC system as a whole, but UCLA in particular. And I am proud of the fact that the PAC-12 stands up for beliefs like this. And I have been intimately involved with Team Green, which is the division of the PAC-12 Conference of Champions that is driving this on a constant basis. And every school is involved. Every school is committed to it. And now it's just like, okay, somebody's dangling some money in front of us. Everything, all our principles go out the window. You know, it's people like to make the statement that sports, that sports develops character. That's not true. 
sports reveals character and what this revelation has shown us is that some people only care about the money not where it comes from not what it requires and it's just it's mind-boggling to me because the the level of character that is required to be truly great and that we have seen from so many of our universities guys who have stood up for what's right and what is true and what must be done and as we go through life and the associations that we have with the choices and the decisions that we make on a moment by moment situation where we're standing at the fork in the road and we've got to make that decision and I'm proud as can be of the decision that I made to go to UCLA. I am sad, disappointed, frustrated, and I, I am I am let down by this move by UCLA to just pack up and go to the Big Ten, which which means nothing to me. The Big Ten. I mean, I don't I don't want to be part of the Big Ten. I want to beat the Big Ten. I mean, what does the Big Ten have to do with what's going on in California, with what's going on in Oregon and Washington, uh, Utah and Colorado and Arizona, all these fantastic places? And, you know, we're conference of champions in every single way. And, not, and that's a historical fact. That's just not a statement. These are uh, numbers that back this up and in every single way and all the metrics. And now all of a sudden we're going to, you know, somebody's going to put a big pile of money out in front of us, we're going to say, okay, tag with everything else. That's what we're going to do. Well, Bill, let me, let me, that's not up. me. That's not me. Let me follow up on that real quick, though, because to a large extent, the way of the world in major college athletics right now is uh, an economically driven existence, right? Everything is right. becoming more expensive. Coaches are becoming more expensive, recruiting budgets, facilities. We're going to end up with revenue sharing with the athletes at some point here. You got name, image, likeness. Right. I mean, UCLA is certainly not the only school that is interested in a bigger pile of cash. Right. But is is the answer to that in the Midwest? Is the answer to that in the Big Ten? Look at the economics, the demographics, the cultural opportunities, the economic opportunities of the, of the Conference of Champions. You've got the greatest cities in our country, if not the world, just just in no particular order. We'll start at the top in Seattle. You've got the Willamette Valley. You've got the Bay Area. You've got Los Angeles. You've got Phoenix. You've got Salt Lake City. You've got Denver. And you're saying, oh, no, man, we can't make it here. Let's go to the Midwest. I've never heard that argument. How many guys? Now, John, I know you're a Bay Area guy. And I mean, how many people have you talked to today that have said, you know what? There's just nothing going on here in the Bay Area. I think I'm going to go to the Midwest and try to make it. Well, but no, I, I hear what you're saying, but the devil's advocate would say, well, the Pac-12 has not been able to accurately or properly tap into that that revenue, those revenue sources out here for the last 10 years. So that's so our fault. That's our fault for not being good enough at our jobs. And we've got to be better. We've got to do more and we've got to find a way as we found our way in the past, as we constantly try to solve the problems that beset us in, in every single way. And 
that, that doesn't start with going $100 million in debt and then with no explanation and then say, oh, we solved it. We're going to the Big Ten. We're just washing our hands and quitting this. Let me ask you, it, when you talk to or maybe write to the UC Regents or you talk to people in that role, yeah. are you encouraged with the feedback you get or are they kind of blankly nodding back at you? And, you know, are they listening to you, what you're saying? Are they picking up what you're putting down, so to speak? John, they listen. I believe they understand. Many of them are intricately tied to California and the UC system. And so you know, they're well aware of everything that's going on. And they're well aware of the constant, the constant feedback that they receive from me. And, and so now it's up to them. You know, it's, it's really the, the, the buying in. Do you believe in the system? Do you believe that your efforts are are worth the time and, and, and the energy and, and everything for what you're trying to do. The goal is right there. We know what the goal is. Well, whether we can get other people to react to that, that's that's the challenge that we all face in every aspect of our lives. I'm working on it. And I know a lot about perseverance and persistence. I know a lot about resiliency. I know a lot about challenges and adversity. I know a lot about battles like this. Well, you know, we've fought a lot of battles before and, and we're in another one right now. Bill, and are you I'm not I'm not stopping and I'm not giving up. Are, are you the conscience of UCLA? Are you the conscience of the conference? What are, what's what's the role I, here? I'm the conscience of me. You know, I don't speak for other people. I don't speak for my angelic wife, Lori. I don't speak for our children. I, I speak for me. I don't speak for other people. And but uh, I, I I I love being a part of a team. That that's what my life has been about. That's why I went to UCLA because that's what. John Wooden told me, he said, Bill, life, success, happiness, accomplishments, achievement in life is not based on what you do, Bill. It's based on how, on how good your teammates are. And that's why you come to a school like UCLA, because I can't make any promises other than I'll give you a chance. But Bill, when you look around, the people who you're going to be with if you come to UCLA, they're going to be the champions in life that you want to be as well. And, you know, it, it, so much of what I know, so much of what I've been able to do in my life is because of UCLA. And that's what makes this whole thing so painful, so disappointing, and so frustrating. Because everything that I learned at UCLA uh, is completely the opposite of what happened on June 30th. Bill, have you spoken to Chancellor Gene Block about this? I have not seen Chancellor Block, but uh, he knows how I feel on this. What do you think his motivation is, right? Uh, we know that you, you 
your conversations with the executive staff in the athletic department, but what about the chance? What do you, why do you think he said he signed off on it? I can't speak for him. You'll have to get him on the show and ask him, but you know, I don't speak for other people. I'm disappointed. I'm frustrated. And, and I'm sad because this has, this whole thing has been so, so much of my life. And, you know, and now it's like, oh, we're, we're going to do something that is the exact opposite of what we've been doing uh, for, since the school opened in 1919. I don't get it. If, if I, under, it... I, I understand change. I understand, you know, look, we all need money. We'd all love to do everything for free. But life is not free. But who's paying you? What are they paying you for? What are you going to have to do for it? And is all that stuff worth it to not only your own, your own self, is it worth it for everybody else who's involved as well? And, you know, is it, are you going to be able to sleep with your decisions? And, while I've been able to get to sleep, staying asleep has been a whole different story. This issue has kept you up at night? Absolutely. I mean, this is my life. You know, I, I love the Conference of Champions. I love UCLA. I mean, the last thing that I ever thought was that I would wake up on June 30th and, and get the news that UCLA was moving to the Big Ten. Did you think it was that, a joke? Did that think, never yeah. crossed my mind. That never crossed my mind. And it also never crossed my mind as a young person coming up and watching the greatness of UCLA and being inspired by all those people who I already listed earlier on in this show and little Billy saying, that's what I want to do with my life. I never, never, never had a single thought that, man, I sure would love to be part of the Big Ten. And I have yet to have that single thought. Bill, if they go to the Big Ten, it, you know, or what will your reaction to that be? Are, are you uh, backing away from UCLA? Will you be on broadcasts? Um, have you given that any thought? I give everything thought, John. I'm not in charge of whether I broadcast or not. If it were up to me, I'd broadcast every game in every sport. And, but that's, that's not the way it works. And uh, the job I have is a privilege. I have to earn that privilege every single day, uh, what the future holds. Uh, I, I'm a Conference of Champions guy. And I will always be a UCLA guy. But whether I broadcast or not is decided by other people. So you'll continue to support the, the school athletically, I take it. I support UCLA. I support UCLA and, and I'm grateful for what UCLA has done for me. UCLA has given me the greatest life anybody could ever possibly have. My dad went to Cal. My sister went to Cal. My older brother, now deceased, went to UCLA. I went to UCLA. 
Lori went to UCLA, Lori, my wife. Our daughter, Harmony, went to UCLA. All our best friends went to UCLA. I mean, that, you know, Greg Lee just passed away. Jamal Wilkes. I could go through all the guys. I mean, they're, that's my life. And, you know, what the people at UCLA have done for me. I mean, I am eternally grateful that, that what they did, their sacrifices to give me the life that I have, to give me the chance to be part of something so special. And, and now, I mean, it's like, hmm, wow, where did this all come from and, and why? I mean, every time I ask why, it, it always comes back to the same question we've already asked. How do we get $100 million in debt? And, and who, is, who is it that's going to be taking, taking us out of debt? And why are we going there? And is that going to be worth it? You get a good answer from, you, and, and, you know. And, and that's why, that's why this public statement, which you guys kindly, graciously called a poem, that's why it's titled UCLA's Wrong Turn. And the title, while well, I've been writing this since June 30th, the title came to me yesterday when, you know, because I love pressure. I love responsibility. I love, you know, being right in the middle of it. And, you know, we're coming down to it and we're, you know, we're a week away from the start of the season. And I still haven't said anything. And come on, let's go. What are you doing, Walton? And so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you know, what is this? What, you know, why is this? And what kept popping into my mind was Tom Wolf, the bonfire of the vanities, Sherman McCoy taking a wrong turn and see what happens. Wow, what a long, strange trip it's been for one wrong turn. Yikes. Bill, what do you think about UCLA competing in the Pac-12 for, you know, football, two football seasons, two basketball seasons, Olympic sports here? How do you envision that going for the, for the athletes? The, the student athletes, John, are in a really horrific spot here because they've all got their dreams and they, they all made the commitment to go to UCLA on, okay, man, I'm going to be in Los Angeles. I'm going to be in the Conference of Champions. I'm going to be going up to Stanford and Cal and Oregon and Oregon State and Seattle and Pullman, the Rome and the Northwest. Everything's going to be coming together in Las Vegas. We'll be going over to Arizona and Salt Lake City and the Wasatch Mountains and how wonderful Utah is and Colorado, Boulder, the launching pad to the universe and all these great athletes and these coaches and fantastic administrators and leaders and platforms. And now all of a sudden, somebody else says, oh, by the way, that's not happening anymore. And... I mean, are how many of the athletes first were con were considered at all in terms of did were any of the athletes or coaches or anybody really asked? Do you think this is a good idea? And second of all, I mean, how many of, of the 700 approximately student athletes at UCLA have said, hmm, 
Maybe I made the wrong choice. I've never said that about UCLA, never in my life. But when I was at UCLA, nobody ever mentioned, hey, let's go to the Big Ten. No, I, you know, I grew up, I wanted to beat the Big Ten. You know, I'm a, I'm a conference of champions guy. No truck stops here, man. It's, Bill, Bill, when you uh, when people say you can't get exposure in the Pacific time zone, game times, yeah, speak to that. I, I, com I completely disagree with that. How so? You have to win. If you win games, you know, when I hear the complaints about, oh, our, our starting times are not good. What's your record? Oh, we're 500. Okay, go undefeated. You'll get whatever starting time you want. They'll be caught. The television networks will call you up and say, "What time would you like to play today?" And you know, hey, fine. Bring the Big Ten teams out here and 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 play, and play them here if they want to be part of the Big Ten. Go and play a couple games there. But changing conference, no. And success. I'm asked all the time, "Who has the greatest fans?" Fans are always great. The teams, who, the teams who are the best, the teams that represent the lives that we have, the lives that we want in terms of credibility, integrity, character, uh, the, 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 all, all the stuff that goes into making a champion person as a part of a championship team, the fans, the fans will find that. And our job is to make every aspect of the Conference of Champions better, better to the point where the television networks are at our doorsteps every single day saying, what, what can we put on of your product today? Bill, before we sign off, uh, you know, I think, you know, you've got the UC Regents meeting coming up in a couple weeks. Um, maybe, maybe we can just go out on this episode what way did the UC Regents, if uh, if they tune into this podcast, what would you say to the the decision makers at UCLA if they're listening to the end of this podcast? When you get confused, listen to the music play. We used to play for silver. Now we play for life. Used to be a lost sailor, a way too long at sea. Now I'm a tiger in a trance. I'm a saint of circumstance. I'm going to go for it. That's for sure. Now, the first days, those are the hardest days. But when life looks like easy street, there's danger at your door. And all the stuff that we face every single day in life, the choices, the decisions, the moral dilemma, the tormented conflict every single day, ultimately, we're responsible to everybody else who we're engaged with, but what we're who we're really responsible for is ourselves and understanding that we have to be at our best, we have to do our best, and when we even bump up against the standards of what we think is our best, we can do more and we can do better. And we have everything we need we just have to become the champions. We have to become the embodiment of the theme of we are the conference of champions in every single way. 
And we do not need the Big West, other, excuse me, we do not need the Midwest other than as opponents, as vanquished opponents. Because when we're the champions, when we are the best that we can possibly be, the other teams, they're irrelevant cannon fodder. We are the Conference of Champions. We are University of Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, Stanford, Cal, UCLA, USC, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado. Yeah, the Big Ten, we are the Conference of Champions and there are no truck stops here. And we cannot be bought or sold. We will get out of our own problems. We will find a more efficient, ethical way out of our $100 million debt than selling our souls to the Big Ten. Bill, we can't thank you enough for joining us. I can't thank you guys because you guys are the ones that keep this whole topic front and center. You guys have the platform. And every single day, you got the new stories. You're, co you're covering all the other conference and the business of sports. And that's what this is about. You know, the, the, this concept of, you know, your guys are not old enough to remember Pete Gent in North Dallas 40 and the incredible moment in the locker room that was played in the film. Pete Gent was a teammate of my brother Bruce and the Dallas Cowboys. They made the movie about it and they had, they, they had uh, Matuzak. John Matuzak play the, the the part of the of the wild man, right? And and he gets into it with the general manager because you know Matuzak is you know is up against it and he he he's injured and he wants a new contract and everything and the general manager is just blowing him off and everything and finally Matuzak jacks up the general manager and pushes him against the locker room, hand on his throat and he says to him, every time. I call it a game. You call it a business. And every time I call it a business, you call it a game. Yeah. Okay. Finish it out right there. Let's go. And then Matuzak threw the guy to the ground and walked off. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember what happened to him. It was one of the epic moments in the history of the world. Yeah. As we hope, imagine the celebration. Imagine the, the sense of satisfaction, accomplishment in life when Gavin Newsom and the UC Regents announce that we're not letting this deal go down. And how happy everybody will be. And there will be a way financially to succeed. You know, because basically what UCLA is saying is that there's no money here. There's no money in the Conference of Champions. And we got to go rely uh, on people in the Midwest to save us from our own mistakes. And that is not true. There, there is plenty of money here. California by itself has the fifth largest economy in the world. You put the economy of Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, and add in Nevada, because that's the hub of everything when they get to the championship level. You talk about that economic power, we've got plenty here. We are the conference of champions. 
No truck stops here. Yeah, let's go. Who wants to play? Who's got a game? Tired of the, I'm tired of excuses. I'm tired of whining and complaining. Get this thing done. Get on with it and enable and empower these incredible young people who are coming with this dream. A dream, 700 of them right now, 700 of them who have no say whatsoever. They had a say in choice when they began and got there. And then the rules of the game were changed. And where is the equity there? Where is the ethical standard? Where is the moral purpose of what we're trying to do to educate and to give opportunities to the next generation coming up that we've already taken advantage of and now we're saying no 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 none of that stuff matters anymore the only thing that matters is that somebody whoever wherever they got the money they're dangling that in front of us and that's where we're going that's not me and that has never been ucla bill walton thank you Conference of champions. No Thank you, Bill. Stops here. John, John, Bill doesn't quite ring and rock the same way as Peter, Paul, and Mary, but we tried to do a job anyway. Thanks for having me, guys, and keep up your outstanding work. I'm John Wilner, Bay Area News Group, Pac12Hotline.com. I'm John Canzano. You can read me exclusively at johnconzano.com. Uh, share this podcast with uh, your friends and family. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you thought of it, and we'll be back with another episode. Make sure you're subscribed to the Kanzano and Wilner podcast.